welcome, 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 welcome to Heavy Crowns Podcast and Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Dayana So Lady Like Turner, and I am coming once again with another short but sweet message. I hope you all enjoy this message that is being recorded on Friday, November 12th in the year of 2021. Yes, yes, yes. Woo, woo. Shout out to all my Monday through Friday workers. I know you all are happy that today is Friday. I'm coming before you all because this is something that has really, really been on my mind lately. Um, I have been, a lot of people have been reaching out to me since um, I have been, you know, presenting different things that I'm working on as far as my books, the paint canvases, jewelry, and things of that nature. And I've really been having people to just inbox me and asking me how, you know, how was I able to get started? And um, I was talking to one of my sisters in Christ today. And she asked me the same thing. She asked me, you know, really what motivated me to just get started. And um, I began to just think back. I began to think back over the years that I've wasted, over the years that I wasted on doing absolutely nothing, so to speak. Um, I've always had certain goals that I wanted to accomplish in life, but a lot of those goals I wasn't able to accomplish because I was just a horrible procrastinator. Then once I got past the, um, that nasty habit of procrastinating, I began to, you know, I wanted some things and God began to show me just here recently that a lot of us aren't even prepared for the things that we're ready for. <laughs> and if y'all follow me, it'll make sense. God asked me, um, there's some things that I'm still standing in, I'm asking and I'm believing God to um, make happen on my behalf. And God began to, you know, oppose a question. Are you prepared for what you're ready for? And a lot of us may hear that and you may tell yourself, even when you hear this uh, broadcast, that if I am ready for something, I am prepared for it. But what God allowed me to understand is that that's not necessarily true because a lot of us are ready for some things, but we're not prepared for it. We haven't taken the time to properly prepare for what we're ready for. It's just like when a woman is getting ready to give birth, her body will let her know when she's ready. Um, when it's time to push or when it's time for the baby to come out, there's no stopping it. Whether it's, uh, you know, vaginal delivery or the baby have to be delivered by cesarean section, that is still an indicator that the baby is ready to come out. But oftentimes people aren't even always prepared. To prepare for the birth of a child, you have to go out and do some shopping. You have to go buy your diapers, right? You have to make sure you have bottles, right? You have to have clothes for that baby. You have to have toiletries, the things that you're going to use for your child's skincare, um, a car seat. You have to have all of these different things to prepare to bring that baby home from the hospital. You know, being ready to have a baby and being prepared are two different things. And that's actually how it goes for a lot of things that we have been asking for and a lot of things we've been desiring to receive in life. A lot of things we are ready for. A lot of things we are ready for to happen because 
being ready for something often coincides with our desires. It, it coincides and it lined up with the things that we want. So being ready for something to take place don't necessarily mean that we have taken out the proper time to actually prepare for those things. You know, like people are asking me now. I have people that are reaching out to me now. And they say, Diana, how did you publish your first book? You, what, what, what did you do and how did you do it? Because a lot of people who have known me over the years know that over the years, I always talked about, I'm going to publish this book. I'm writing a book. I always talked about writing a book. I'm writing, I'm doing this. And even when the books were finished, even when the books were finished, I was ready to publish, but I hadn't taken the time to actually prepare. There were things that I had to do things that I had to put in place to actually uh, prepare for the publication of my books. I had to first have some money. Yeah, I had to have some finances. I had to have some money put up because it does cost money to publish your book. You have to pay someone to design your book cover. You have to pay for your IBSN numbers. You have to pay for um, copyright um, to get your book copywritten. You have to pay someone if you want it to be done professionally. You got to pay somebody to edit your book, proofread your book. So there are things that have to be done that requires money. So I had to make sure that I was prepared monetarily. I had to make sure that I had the money to do those things. And before I can even make sure I had the money, I had to sit down and I had to study. I had to do my research. I had to look in to what it took to actually self-publish a book. People won't tell you, as you all may know, People, I don't understand why it's so hard and why people are so reluctant to share information. I would reach out to people who were successful authors who had successfully self-published books and I would ask them, you know, I didn't ask them things that were major. I would just ask them like, hey, how did you get started? What was the first step that you had to take? And you wouldn't believe some of the answers that I received. I mean, people made this thing seem so hard for me to where I was like, oh, no, it, it cannot be this difficult. So I actually had to sit down. I had to structure myself. Um, I had to structure a schedule that would allow me to even do the research on what I needed to do to become a um a published, a self-published author. So I started to join different writers group. I started um, looking at different writer um, seminars and I actually was at a women's conference. I was in the midst of a room full of published authors and these women began to share information. They began to share information and I took notes and that day, revolutionalize my life that day would propel me into um, what I needed and what I needed to know and the, the connections that needed to be made for me to publish my first book and once I did that I published two more books back to back because I knew what to do I knew how to prepare. I knew that I had to get this done. I knew how to do this. I knew where to go find it. So it was easier for me to prepare for those second books 
as opposed to it was for me to get prepared for the first book. So, you know, we have to make sure that we're willing to even work hard because people are not going to also always help you. Even when it's something that's easy and it could be of no cost to them, people just they just are who they are. And people sometimes seem to think that if they help you in accomplishing something that they've already accomplished, that somehow strangely it'll take away from what they're doing, which has been one of the most foolish thought processes to me because I don't mind sharing information. I even offer to pay people and they just would not do it, y'all. They would not do it. Folks just don't. I, I don't understand that. So when God began to ask me about, are you know, are you prepared for what you are ready for? And just here recently, you know, I, you know, for people who want to get married. Do we really be prepared? Are we prepared? We're ready for marriage. We're ready for um, the wedding, the big ceremonies to invite all of our guests and stuff. But are we actually prepared for the ministry of marriage? Have we actually taken the time to uh, prepare for what we're ready for? Have we actually uh, learned the purpose for marriage? Have we actually taken the time out to give ourselves the opportunity to date in a healthy fashion? You know, not just reaching out and hooking up with people and laying up and, and having sex with people, then boom. Have we actually gotten ourselves in a mindset where we want to do things in a decent manner so we can properly prepare for what we're ready for. Have you actually sat down and talked to the other individual and asked them what were their goals? And if they wanted to get married, what was their reason for wanting to be married? You know, we have to prepare these. We have to have these type of conversations to make sure we're prepared. Have we actually sat down and scheduled premarital counseling? which is a very good thing. I, I did it a few years ago and I learned so much because even in the premarital counseling sessions, this is when you learn the, um, the origin of marriage, how God instituted marriages and that marriage is not just a vow that you say in exchange between you and the other person, but it's also a vow and a covenant that you make with God as well. So that is something that we should all look into doing and getting prepared when getting um, ready for marriage. You know, a lot of times we just don't know how to properly prepare. So when we get things we're not able to keep it because we were not prepared. We were not, um, we weren't coached on how to play the game. Let's say it like that. We weren't properly coached on how to make that thing happen. Just like I'll use this as an example. I bought my first house in 2007, 2008. I was uh, 29 years old and um, I was excited. Um, at that time, I really, before purchasing the house, I really wasn't thinking too much about buying a house. So when the opportunity presented itself, I just, you know, I moved on it and I moved and God moved too. But because I moved and I was ready, but I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared, um, on what it would take to 
maintain a house. My mortgage payments were nothing. The mortgage was not the, the issue. It was I think my mortgage at the time was like $700 for a four bedroom, nice split level home. I could make those mortgage payments with ease, even with my utilities. Those things were not hard for me to meet. I was ready to make the um, the mortgage payment. I was ready to pay bills. I was used to paying bills. But what I was not prepared for was the maintenance and the upkeep on what a property requires. Because I had been a renter. I was used to calling the rent office or calling a landlord and they will send people out to make the necessary repairs on the property. But as you all, many of you already know, if you're homeowners, you don't do that when you're a homeowner. You know, you have, you are responsible. You are 100% responsible for the upkeep and the maintenance of that property. And I was not prepared. I had a leak under my kitchen sink and it caused the war. I had these beautiful hardwood floors and the leak caused the floors to warp up. So I had this huge, like a, a big rising in the middle of my kitchen floor. And I was finally able to find out that it was a leak and had the water line, which went to the refrigerator. I had it turned off. So it stopped the, the, the rising in the floor from getting higher. But I had to pull up some of the wood, so it left this ugly, ugly spot in my kitchen floor, which um, when I had someone to come out and give me an estimate, it was quite pricey because not only did I have to get the wood repaired, I also had to get the water line, the leak that was going on repaired. So this was pricey. I wasn't prepared for that, y'all. I was a I was a single mom at the time. I, I think I was um, getting ready, preparing for the uh, the birth of my third girl, and I just was I did not have it in my budget, and I hadn't. I was still struggling with budgeting. I still didn't know how to properly budget, so I barely had the concept of paying my mortgage on time and paying my utilities. And we're not going to even include car note and insurance because at the time I also had a car note. So I wasn't prepared for any maintenance fees. Then, okay, so I was able to get by that. All right. That wasn't no big deal. I went and bought one of those long, cute runner rugs and threw it across the kitchen floor and nobody ever knew. Then, uh... Something happened with the AC unit. The AC unit went out. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I had a guy to come out. He gave me an estimate that was kind of pricey. Um, so I didn't go with him because like I said, I wasn't prepared. I was ready to move in this house. I was ready. I was ready. I closed on it, moved to the house, but I wasn't prepared for what it took to maintain a house. I was not prepared. So um, the, the AC went out. And luckily, um, I have a cousin, uh, and one of his cousins on his father's side is an HVAC uh, repair guy. So he came out, and we were out looking at the unit, and he was looking. He was showing me what was supposed to be turning, and what was supposed to be turning wasn't turning. So I don't, I can't remember because it was so many years ago. I don't know if he hit the unit or I hit the unit, but it began to turn. And when it began to turn, y'all, 
we laughed and he, and you know, it was quite strange. So I was like, well, let's go in the house and see what's going on. So when we went in the house, I turned on the unit and actual air had begun to blow through the vents. But this was, this was after being going without AC, maybe like two, three weeks. And it was in the spring or summer months. It was hot. So I, I got by with that one. God, God bless me in that area. I did not have to pay to have the AC repaired. I don't know if something had gotten down in there and stopped the blaze from spinning because it did not go back out. But a few months after that, other things began to present itself. Things, you know, life happens. And when life happens, you have to happen with life. So I ended up, I call myself going to leave the house. I left the house. And I downsized to an apartment. I moved to this apartment, which was like crazy. You know, when you don't know better, you can't do better. And now that I know better, I would definitely do better. So I left the house, moved in this to, into this apartment. The house was sitting. Mind you now, this was my house. I was still buying it. So I tried to find a few people, you know, that I would trust, could trust, who could move in there. But I, that just didn't go well. So then after being in an apartment for a few months, you know, then it just dawned on me like, what are you doing? You are crazy. You are over here paying, which the rent in the apartment was more than my mortgage at my house. Like now that I think back, I had to be completely out of my mind to leave a $700 a month mortgage and the apartment was like $1,100. I think it was like $1,050 for a two bedroom and I left a four bedroom house. And by this time, y'all, I had three girls, three children. So after being in an apartment for a while, I went back, went back to my house and discovered that someone had broken into the house stolen all of my plumbing from the crawl space area they stopped because it was carpet they stole all of my plumbing so uh oh here we go again I have to get this plumbing replaced the, the pipes replaced and I wasn't prepared but I did I was able to get someone came out I paid the guy and he replaced the plumbing and stuff and I just wasn't prepared I wasn't prepared financially and I definitely wasn't prepared mentally to maintain the upkeep of a house by myself as a mom and unmarried. So ultimately I ended up leaving the house, you know, whatever. But see, now that I know better, I know what to prepare for. Even and I'm sharing all this to help encourage you all, those of you who will listen in on this podcast. There are some things that you all are ready for. There are some things that you all are ready for. You have been praying and asking God for. You have been, um, some have been fasting. You watching out the window with the porch light on, waiting for these things to be delivered. But I want to oppose the question. Are you prepared for what you're ready for? Are you prepared to be a parent? Are you prepared to be up and and lose sleep in the middle of the night when that baby wakes up crying are you prepared to have to take off and miss days at work because that child may have gotten sick or the daycare have gotten closed has been closed for various reasons are you prepared to um stay off work are you prepared to share your space 
you know, with the child because selfish people, in my opinion, selfish people have no business giving birth. You cannot be selfish and be a parent. Being a parent is one of the most selfless acts that we will have to extend in this walk. If you should become a parent, it's no more about you. You can you cannot be selfish. It's just not. And, and that's why we have so many children to grow into adults with these issues because unfortunately they were raised up in the houses with selfish parents. So I ask, are you prepared? You know, are you prepared for marriage? Ladies, are, are you prepared? Are you, are, are you are you prepared to submit? Have you begun to work on your credit scores and getting the things together and, and, and getting and get making sure your health is where it needs to be and making sure your mental space is where it needs to be so when you do come in contact with your husband that you can be the help meet that God created you to be, that you could be the help meet that the husband needs you to be? Are you prepared? Have you taken the time out to properly prepare? And see, that's a question that only you can answer. We are so ready for so many things, but we we haven't prepared. And God allowed me to also see that's why a lot of things have not manifested in our lives. That's why a lot of things has not. We haven't seen things, certain things happen and materialize. Not because God don't want to give us these things. Not because God has said that we can't have these things. But it's because God knows that we're not prepared for it. And if he released it to us, that we will only mess it up. Just like I did with that house. I was not prepared. I wasn't prepared. And because I wasn't prepared, I ultimately walked away and gave my, I had to force the house back to the bank, <laughs> you know, and I, because I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. So there are a lot of things that we are believing God for. We're asking God for. Some of us are even at the point of begging. But God has not allowed it to happen because he knows that we're not prepared. And our failure to prepare for it will only position us to ruin it if he allowed us to get it. So I just want to encourage you all, those of you who want to start your own businesses, make sure you're taking out the time to properly prepare. Position yourself around people who are already successful in what you're ready for. Be it marriage, entrepreneurship, uh, business owners, whatever it may be. Make sure you take the time out to properly prepare for what you're ready for. Because a failure to, failure to prepare is preparation to fail. Just like they say failure to plan is a plan to fail. Failure to prepare is preparation to fail. If you fail to prepare for it, you have already perfect prepared for it to fail. So I just want to encourage y'all, make sure, make sure that you are taking out the necessary time, you're taking the necessary steps, and you are making the necessary sacrifices in order to prepare for what you're praying for, what you're believing God for, what you are ready for. There are some things that just here recently that I saw that I had to get prepared for. I wasn't prepared in some areas. 
and a failure in a situation showed me just how unprepared I truly was. So I'm learning to even thank God in the failures because the failures can show you how to be successful. If you take time to sit down and study and purpose to prepare. So I won't hold you all long. I told you all this will be a short but sweet broadcast. I hope it was informative. I hope that it blessed you all because it definitely blessed me. And if you all have any more questions, anything you would like to add, anything you would like to um, even hear be discussed on this podcast show, please feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached via email at soladylike.inc. That's soladylike.inc at gmail.com. Also, there will be a link available where you can click on the link and send a message if you just if you need to do so but um i welcome all feedback i can't wait to receive more feedback from you all because this is not just my podcast show this podcast this platform was created with you in mind so again i want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of heavy crowns podcast and radio talk show and i look forward to getting back with you all soon thank you and happy friday and have a fabulous weekend